August 18, 1590. John White, the governor of the Roanoke Island Colony, arrives back to his settlement after a much-needed supply restock in the United Kingdom. White intended to arrive two years prior, but a large-scale battle with the Spanish Armada inhibited his ability to return in a timely manner. Once White made landfall, he was greeted with an eerie sight. The entire colony was abandoned. There was no sign of violence, disease, or famine. No sign of resistance, nor an attack to cause any. The around 100 inhabitants had simply vanished. Little evidence could be scavenged besides for the word Croatoan carved onto a wooden stake. The history of Roanoke had been troubled and shaky. The colony was started in 1587 as an attempt to establish the first permanent English settlement in the Americas. The colony constantly lacked enough food to feed its population, had relatively poor relations with Native Americans, and suffered from a general lack of stability. The disappearance of the Roanoke colony has been one of the oldest and most famous mysteries in American history. It's fascinated and captivated the minds of the American public for centuries, especially since no one has devised one single agreed upon explanation. Today, we'll explore several different points of view regarding the disappearance of the colonist. I'm John Wagner. I'm Bree. I'm Amari. I'm Austin. And this is Roanoke, the lost colony. So the first thing I want to touch on is Croatoan. Now, what does that mean? So Croatoan was both a name of a nearby island and a friend, relatively friendly group of Native Americans. I did say they had relatively poor relations with Native Americans, but that mostly applied to like tribes like the Sekitan tribe, but they're relatively friendly with their uh, Croatoans. So um, allegedly John White and the rest of the colonists agreed that if they were to like, that if the colonists had to leave, they would leave an indication of where they went and they'd leave a cross if they had to leave in dangerous circumstances. They never found a cross. So John White assumed that his family and the rest of the colonists had fled safely and that they were somewhere. Now with this explanation, it sounds like if John White just got to his destination and everything was fine and he rendezvoused with the rest of the colonists, there would be no mystery. Now, that didn't happen. <laughs> and uh, it's a relatively like reoccurring thing in this mystery is that if somebody had just arrived and met somebody on time, there wouldn't be one, but this happened multiple times. So strong winds and like storms kept White and his men from ever arriving at Croton Island, and it left the fate of the survivors uncertain. Um, one of the main theories is uh, like an intermarriage and like resettlement theory with the Croatoans. There's no documentation of the settlers re reaching the island firsthand, but we do have some archaeological evidence. Uh, as recently as 2015, there was a new dig where they found many items believed to be owned by the Europeans at Croatoan Island. It's now called Hatteras Island. Um, some of these items included a sword, a broken bowl, and a tablet with writing. And the tablet with writing is particularly interesting because it shows that whoever owned it was capable of reading uh, English because there was an M found on it. Um, but on the other side of the island at a location called Cape Creek, excavators found European artifacts along with Native American artifacts at a similar elevation showing that maybe they lived together. Uh, this included parts of a gun, a Venetian amulet, and like a 10 karat golden ring as well as some like Native American pottery. So there are a few conclusions that people have made from that. Uh, there's been like, oh, maybe the Roanoke colonists settled with the Croatoan and they kept some belongings. 
Uh, two, it could be the result of some sort of trade. Or three, uh, it could be a settlement by later Europeans that was just never documented because they did find some 17th century artifacts, which happened nearly in a, a decade after the initial events transpired. But uh, what's also interesting is that these two different locations could mean that the group split up in two, that not all of them went to one. Um, but there are some problems with this theory. Uh, there was a historian named uh, David Quinn uh, about 30 years ago. He argued that the Croatoans lacked the supplies to adequately support the settlers, even if they wanted to. And it seems like the people from Roanoke knew that. Um, and there was like a supposed outbreak of smallpox in 1598, which led to the Croatoans, that group uh, being extinct in the early 1600s. So... It's not like we could have found out anyways. Um, he argued that the majority of the settlers left prior to to when um, everybody else did in around 1588. And they actually went to the Chesapeake Bay, but they left a small group in Roanoke to leave to like wait for supplies. Um, and he argued that this like that that group that left that got left behind, um, they got fed up and they left for Croatoan Island and they left the engraving. And that would explain the artifacts that we did find on Croatoan Island. But this is kind of shaky because his main source was like secondhand reports from Jamestown residents and um, there's nothing really concrete about it. There's nothing written. And the said and um, even so, they claim that the settlers that left for Chesapeake Bay were all killed about 20 years ago. No, 20 years later by the Powhatan, not 20 years ago. Um, uh, yeah, so that's kind of a flaw. And also another flaw is like, why wouldn't they specify? Like, why would you just write Croatoan? But what you actually mean is, oh, uh, two, we, there are two groups. There's some of us in Chesapeake Bay and we left for the Croatoan island like i i don't know i just th that's definitely shaky and i feel like that's the main thing that we always go back to is why didn't they specify why was all they left was croatoan um surprisingly enough john smith is actually um a part of this too so john smith was captured by the leaders of the powhatan and the powhatan described to him a place called Okanahan and they said that, that was a place that like men wore European clothing and they lived in walled houses and so John Smith was like oh this could have been Roanoke and he planned to explore that place as well as a place called Panawiki that was also rumored to have European clothing but it's unknown how he knew about that so he made a, a map with these places and also a place called Pakaraknik that included like, and there was like little writing on the map that said, here remaineth four men clothed that came from Runakok to Okinawan. And Runakok could have been Roanoke. It's just a translation thing. But like, so happened so many times in this mystery, he never made it. Um, some disagreements with Native Americans prevented him from exploring these places. And he did send like two search parties they never came up with anything. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just really frustrating and kind of annoying that this has happened so many times. Yeah, there's some, a lot of great points about the Native Americans and like Roanoke being with each other. And I'm picking you back a little bit off of what John was just saying. And I have two sources that could help with the mystery of 
were Native Americans really involved or was it just the colonists doing their own thing? So one of my sources is from a book by Michael Lori or Orberg, the head in Edward Nick's hand, Roanoke's for forgotten Indians. I'm sorry, some of these names are a little bit hard for me to say, so I am going to try to say them right. If I do not, I apologize. So this book was about the Algonquian people on the island of Roanoke. And what was going on was talking about like the encounters with the colonists, how they intertwined with Roanoke, like all those different things. But there was an incident in the summer of 1586 where one of ship crews decapitated the leader in the Alaconian people. And that could have caused a huge thing of being like, why would you kill our leader? What was going on? There was really no major evidence besides that they did it. So that could be one reason why the colonists had to disappear because they might have intentionally started a war between each other and they had to get to safety. Mm-hmm. Now there is another source by a book by Andrew Lawyer, The Secret Token, Myth, Obsession, and the Search for the Lost Colony of Roanoke, that has a whole different side to the Native Americans. They actually had a pretty good relationship with the Native Americans, but it wasn't with the Algonian people. It was a whole other tribe. But it doesn't really set um pacifies which tribe it was, but just by the name of Monito and another Indian that they encountered with. Now, throughout the chapters, there are just different parts of how Monito came in, how he was being friends with the colonists, how he even traveled from back from America to Europe to learn English, even became in a royal status in some point where he even had trouble with the Algonian people and even with their tribe leader, Winging. So with that being said, there was a part in chapter five of the book of Rona by Lawyer that was saying how Monto even was baptized and was later called the Lord of Roanoke. And he even would have territory of the Algonian people. So that could start a naval travel war with each other mm-hmm. because he took over the land without really the native way. He did it more of the European settler way. And with that being said, there was even some points about John Smith trying to find the Roanoke people and how they were trying to go through. But the whole thing was just about the carving on the the bark Croatan. There was nothing left of that. So we really don't know if that was because like Montemayor said, come with us, this is where we need to go. So we still don't have any evidence of that. But later on as years passed, there is a part in the book that also talked about a guy named Loomer Henry Barry, who claims that he was a relative of the Roanoke people who lived in Roanoke. Now, he has no documentation of that because it was more just hearsay, but we don't know if that's liable evidence because during this time, he had Native children and they weren't allowed to have their own school and be with the white children. They were in different schools and different races. So they were like, well, how could that be? Because we are the descendant of the Roanoke people that lived in Croatan. Now, that didn't said is good with the schools because they still had to go to their own schools, which was in the races of like boarding school. So that didn't help either. But that piece was included in the book because it said this was like the only oral documentation that they would have had that said that the Roanoke colonists may have survived. Even going through the book later talks about like how technologies have advances over the years and how they wanted to see if there's any DNA traces, like how John was saying about like the archaeological digs mm-hmm. and see if there's anything left that they could prove of like, you know, 
was because of this, was it that. So that was just really interesting, but it didn't go into much detail about it because they could find very little, like John was saying. So they only found a few pieces of that, but I thought that was interesting that they added that in because that was the same time in like 2015, 2016. Now, with that being said, our next theory is on the natural causes in Roanoke. Okay, so to piggyback off of what Bree just said, my theory is that the colonists um, died off due to natural causes. So remember that the Roanoke colony first appeared in 1587. And according to a source found at the Steely Library called the Lost Colony in Jamestown Drought, there were tree rings around the trees in that area that indicated that the colonists had experienced the worst drought in over 800 years. So when there's a drought, that means there's little to no water and that the water is not um, in good quality. So the drought affected the worries of the colonists and the native tribes there because no water means no crops. No crops means no food. And that means ultimately you're going to die because you didn't eat. <laughs> um, and then again, when you have a drought, the water quality just isn't good. So then that opens the door for a lot of other issues such as diseases, which were running rampant at the time in general. Um, in like Europe, and then because the colonists came from Europe, they're carrying these diseases such as influenza, malaria, and yellow fever. And then another book titled Contact in Contagion, Roanoke Colony and Influenza described that there was a quote unquote, highly contagious disease with a high fatality rate. Um, it was wiping out both the colonists and the natives in large numbers, but it was unide unidentifiable and they couldn't figure out what exactly the disease was. And again, influenza, malaria, and yellow fever were pretty much like the big diseases at the time, but malaria and yellow fever had more identifiable symptoms and influenza did not, which is why they believe that it's the probable killer because it's the only disease that kills rapidly with no um, diagnostic symptoms. Um, and then it probably came to the United States again because the colonists came from Europe where those diseases were very they were running rampant and then also from the Caribbean as well because there was an influenza pandemic in the 1580s. And we know that the colonists traveled around a lot trying to find different settlements for their native countries. Um, and then lastly, there are other theories from a more so cultural aspect onto why the colonists had disappeared. Um, there are theories shared by historic history collections um, that share that native tribes in Roanoke believe that cannibalism affected the colonists due to ancient spirits roaming around in the colony. And so when those ancient evil spirits somehow possess the colonists, they turn on one another and eat each other and then boom, they're gone. So ultimately um, the natural conditions have had like a tremendous effect on the abandonment of the colony and the disappearance of the colonists. And then the spiritual aspect um, is a cultural aspect, but it's primarily only believed by the native tribes in those general areas. So we can kind of rule that one out. But um, our last theory takes us down the rabbit hole of supernatural effects that may have affected the Roanoke colony. All right, I get the honor of talking about all the, all the fun theories. But first I wanna talk about the word Croatoan. Um, like John said, it's just a single word. It could mean numerous different things, and it makes absolutely no sense why a colony would leave this as the sole, the sole indicator as to what happened to them. Um, but the word Croatoan is connected to other strange events happening centuries later. Um, 
One of them is with Edgar Allan Poe in 1849. After disappearing on a trip from Virginia to Pennsylvania, he turns up nearly unconscious and babbling incoherently in a gutter in Baltimore. And while on his deathbed, he allegedly whispers the word Croatoan. And it's not clear what illness he suffered from and his official uh, cause of death is unknown. His death certificate and whatnot is allegedly lost. So maybe he experienced what the lost colony did, who knows? But then there's other cases like the infamous stagecoach robber, Black Bart, who supposedly etched the word into the wall of his prison right before uh, he's released in 1888, and he's never seen again after being released. Horror author Ambrose Beers vanished while in Mexico in 1913, and the bed that he last slept in allegedly had the word Croatoan carved into a bedpost. And then it appears again in the last page of the logbook of the ghost ship Carol A. Deering in 1921, as well as in Amelia Earhart's uh, journal. It's reportedly scribbled in there as well. And she disappeared in 1937. So is there a bigger conspiracy linking this word to other things? Who knows? I just think it's kind of cool to point that out. But another theory that the internet likes to fantasize, and Amari kind of just talked about this, is, you know, cannibalism and whatnot. And maybe that cannibalism is a result of a zombie outbreak. You know, everybody loves zombies. It's a big part of pop culture. And it would kind of explain why there aren't any remains that we can find. Um, if one becomes a zombie, uh, stereotypically, the body breaks down and decays faster. And then those that aren't infected obviously get eaten. So that would explain why remains have not been found. And now we move to more supernatural stuff. Um, the Croatoan tribe reportedly believed in witches, both male and female, who used black magic to do evil. The tribe could have interpreted the actions of the Roanoke colonies, such as the spreading of diseases and encroachment upon their land as evil. And so, although local tribes in the area didn't regularly execute witches, they did condemn dangerous outsiders to death. And so maybe the colonists seemed like dangerous outsiders to them, and that could have been their fate. But on the other hand, maybe there were witches, and so um, the colonists were affected by those witches in some way, shape, or form. Um, Native people in North Carolina supposedly tell stories of witches who use black magic to harm others all the time. And as we know later in history, um, colonists later accuse each other of witchcraft, notoriously in the Salem Witch Trials. And some more fun supernatural facts. Um, I think this is my favorite, the tree theory. It's that um, it has to do with the Croatoan tribe's belief that the island had a spirit who, if angered, the, had the ability to absorb the offenders into the woods, literally. So basically, the spirit could transform them into trees, stones, animals, or anything else in nature. And if this lore is taken at faith's value, it technically means that nobody actually went missing. They just became part of the land, 
which I think is kind of cool. So maybe they are still there. Who knows? And if they are, we're never going to figure that out. <laughs> um, next theory is the reptilian devil theory. Uh, Crotones believe that greater spirits manifested themselves in the forms of elements or elementals, as they're kind of called among like the paranormal investigation field now. Um, and they report strange phenomenons that occur at the same time as the vanishing of the colonists, such as birds falling from the sky, large numbers of wildlife dying abruptly um, in the area where the native people hunted. And so they told of an evil spirit that took the form of a reptile. They said that it was able to attach itself to humans, causing them to demonstrate uh, demonic traits like violence and greed. And um, apparently the Crotones warned the colonists that the evil reptilian spirit had invested the infested the entire region. And once the fighting infighting began, um, they knew the settlers were infected with the creature's evil. And that's why they turned on each other. So maybe there was a little bit of a mutiny or something regarding that. And then one of them is the White Doe myth. There's many legends about the Roanoke colony that center on Virginia Dare, who was the first English child born in the Americas and who was also the granddaughter of the colony's founder, John White. Um, in 1901, Sally Cotton wrote a poem called The White Doe, The Fate of Virginia Dare. And in it, Virginia is taken in by a local tribe and renamed Winona Ska. She's loved, accepted, and um, when she grows up, she gets engaged to a young chieftain. But unfortunately, she also catches the eye of an evil witch doctor who turns her into a white doe out of jealousy because she would not marry him. And although this story is presented as fiction, there are many claims that um, a ghostly white doe can be seen in the area. I also want to chime in on that, too. Back by the book by Lawyer, The Secret Token, there was a section on the white doe. So even if there wasn't like documentation, that story has been going around for a while. So they know it's a thing. They just can't prove that it actually happened. But they still do tell that story to this day. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. And it doesn't have to do with like a specific thing. It's more like an area. Yeah. I think it's cool. Um, and then last but definitely not least, we have aliens. And I feel like, you know, a mystery is... <laughs> is, you know, has reached that certain status when aliens seem to be a logical explanation for something. Um, so these theories about extraterrestrial involvement range from a reality shift that banishes colonists into another realm to aliens beaming them up for a little bit and then maybe beaming them back down on the other side of the Earth. Um, but logically, this could make a little sense if you believe in aliens because mass alien abduction would explain why no bodies have been found and additionally it remains possible with this line of thinking that um a the hidden symbol found below the patch by the british museum may indicate an alien landing site or crop circle phenomena rather than a formal british fortification wow uh, I don't know why, you know, we call this a mystery anymore when we have the tree theory. I think that pretty much solves everything. Exactly. It makes Real sense. Nicely. 
or aliens. Or we, aliens. You know, we got aliens. That's yeah. just the whole answer. That's the answer. <laughs> it's aliens. <laughs> oh, it, it is crazy that it's been, what, it, is it 400 years? I can't do them. Four, 300, 400 years. And we're basically like just as close as we were back then figuring out. But exactly. Like, I mean, there are more developments. Like we talked in like the DNA um, in one of my sources, I saw that they're working more on, you know, connecting like some DNA of people alive today, the people who are in Roanoke. And, but it's just, it's, it's crazy. And it's so interesting how these people just disappeared on a whim and nobody knows. <laughs> and uh, it's, it, it's a great mystery. And um, yeah, and that's about it for us. It's still a mystery. There's not too much to go off on, but um we have all the evidence here everything we know and um there's a lot of room to make theories of your own and uh that's about it for us thanks for listening thanks for listening thank you